Isn't everything a New York Times bestseller? Basically, yeah. Basically, though, um, if you guys are up for it one of these days, I definitely think there's a fantasy book out there that you guys would definitely love listening to. It's called Right. A, you mentioned. There's. Have you guys heard of graphic audio? Heard of what? Graphic audio. Uh, sounds familiar. Individual voice actors for each character, sound effects. Uh, you mean a radio show? Blend together. Kind of, but it's an audiobook. Yeah, I, I've listened to some stuff that's kind of similar to that, yeah. So, are you guys big on fantasy? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Have you guys heard of Brandon Sanderson? Uh, Who? Brandon Sanderson. Oh, what? Uh... Wait, Brandon Have what? you guys heard of Mistborn? I don't Mistborn, think so. Okay. Warbreaker, Elantris, Stormlight Archive. None of those sound familiar, now. Oh, boy. Oh, Boy. Oh boy. Okay, oh let boy. me ask you this. Have you heard of the Black Company? I think I've heard of that name somewhere before. Hmm. I think. Sounds like I might have well, heard of it well, before, but I don't it, know. Th there's this one book I'm wanting to read pretty soon called, uh, fuck, what is it? It's uh, The Name of the Wind, <laughs> I think is, is what it's called. Oh, name of the Wind? What is it? Yeah. Oh, yes, my favorite novel. The Name of the Wind. <laughs> Uh, that's a that is a good fantasy book, and I believe it's by I forget what it is, but it's the um is that the King Killer Chronicles? Yeah, King Killer Chronicles. Because my parents read that's it. That's good. And but I, uh, that, but I really would recommend you another. I think there's another one I think that you should read. It's probably the best fantasy opening to a fantasy series in the past twenty years. Hmm. And what what's that? Uh, the Way of Kings. I think I've heard of that. And, yeah, and it's really good. Because I, I listen to, like, uh, creepypastas and stuff for the most part. Oh, no. Like, no, I, like the... Uh, do you like creepy fantasy? Do you like creepy, dark, uh, do you like grimdark fantasy? Or do you like colorful fantasy? Uh, have you ever um, listened to accounts from a lonely broadcast tower? Or broadcast station, rather? No. Uh, well, it's a 16-part, um, series. And... 16, the magic number. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and it's split into two seasons. And I can send it to you if you want. And it's just, Yeah, just uh, send it to me. It's, it's some of the best listen. stuff I've, I've heard, at least. <laughs> you know, from what I've heard so uh, far. More, is that more suspense and horror? Um... I don't really know how to or describe it. Pulp Fiction. Honestly, I, like, I, I don't know terms for stuff. Um, Twilight Zone kind of shit? Uh, not really. Okay. Just, like, listen to the first episode and you'll, uh, think you'll get the gist, most likely. Alright. You know, go ahead and give it a listen after you we know, like recording. birds with human eyes and shit. That's not even one of the big oh, ones. That, that's just a thing that's there. Do anything for me anymore? No, it's not even really gore. It's just that that's just a thing that is there. It's mostly there just because it annoys the main character. To be honest, it's like they don't even know why it's there. It just kind of is. Have you guys read The Wheel of Time? Sounds familiar. I've heard of it. Eye of the World, uh, Robert Jordan. Mm. Okay, what about George R. R. Martin? You guys heard of him? That name yes. is familiar. Isn't that the Game of Thrones guy? 
Strong of Ice and Fire, yes. Yep. Game of Thrones is the first book. I'm more of a Lord of the Rings person. Uh, I still need to read those right. books. There, there, there are a lot of books I need to read. Um, Buddy has. I read The Hobbit. It was alright. Here, I got an eight minute vid. I'll just send it in the streams chat real quick. In the what chat? Do we all know each other's names? Because if I say someone's name and someone's like, I don't know who that is, I'm going to be embarrassed. Uh, no, I think we all know our names. Probably. Uh, Ira, Buddy, and then who's... Forget your name. Elliot. I never gave you my name. Because I'm a bitch. I'm sorry, what's your name? Elliot. Elliot. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ira, Fuck. you should get a frog hat and match with me. What? Oh, God. I mean... I have, I have, hat. I have a thing where it's a wizard head, but it's plastic and it has, doing a it's, it's a wizard head on a stick and I can move the mouth. That is the prelude to the series there and the prelude, to, here's the pro, oh my god. The oh, fucking, fuck. Oh shit. This fucking book has three prologues. Is that uh, how yes. that works? Because that is how book. Just had a mini stroke. It's fine. I mean, the audiobooks are like 55 hours long, so... Oh, fuck. So oh. that's that's a commitment right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah there's only three hours. To be fair, I'm probably going to finish it, like, in a week. I I always have to listen to stuff. Cause, um, You'll eat it up, because it's an entirely yeah. different planet. And uh, let me just say... Oh, oh world building? Yes. The best oh, fuck, I yeah. Oh, I love me some world building, dude. Let me, let me, just, get, let me just describe to you this. You guys know the red spot on Jupiter? Yes. Yes. The okay, storm. Imagine a storm that powerful. Yes. Across the planet every two, three days. Wonderful. I would die. So it shaved everything down to bare stone. All of the plant life is almost is basically has a bit of ocean flavor to it. The plants retract away from motion. The grass pulls into the ground when you uh, walk yes. towards it. Ocean flavor. Yes. Ocean flavor. have many much weird, salt. Massive crabs just. All kinds of weird kind of crabs. Like, like they they don't have oxen. You mean crustaceans or yeah, crustaceans. Mm -hmm. Cool. Giant crustaceans. Like those things. Uh, more, more. Uh, like those things from Doctor Who, the giant crab things. Um, more like giant crab dinosaurs. They oh, have those God. too. Oh. But those only Great. live in the shattered plains, but. Um, the sh okay, that's an awesome title. The Shattered Plains. Yeah, Imagine a dish it. that you just broke apart and then yes. try to put it together mm -hmm. with gaps between the pieces. That's the Shattered Plains. It's both oh. plateaus, chasm, plateaus. Nice. They have basically oh, yeah, medieval yeah. lightsabers. So you mean proto-sabers? No, they're basically massive six-foot-long swords that are light as air. They can cut any inanimate object, but when they pass through flesh, it basically kills the soul. The eyes, when you, so when you cut somebody through the spine with a shard blade, it doesn't mm -hmm. cut the flesh. The blade fuzzes, and the person's eyes burn out. They just die. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Nothing, it, a shard blade can cut Oh, fuck, what does this remind me of? This reminds me of something. I'm trying to, uh... 
They have magic armor that basically turns you into a invin nearly invincible tank because it makes you stronger and faster. And it can block just about anything. There's no chinks in the armor. Just smaller plates. Hmm. hmm. How bear. do they die? Uh, how do you kill a shard bear? Yes. Uh, if you basically smash it, you'll crack the armor. If you hit it with a shard blade, it'll crack and it'll leak stormlight. So uh, stormlight is basically whenever a high storm comes, it'll infuse gemstones with it, and you use it to power the shard plate. So if you crack it enough, it'll leak stormlight, and if you get it to leak enough, it'll uh, basically lock up on its on its user, and just basically they'll just basically fall to the ground like a hunk, useless hunk of metal. Another way is if you smash a piece repeatedly, you can break that certain section of plate. It'll shatter and explode. It'll yeah. it'll basically break away from the armor and creating an open creating opening you can basically use. And oh uh, yeah, well basically this all there's guess what? There's also an incredibly hard magic system. Oh, wonderful! Mm -hmm. Very very hard magic system. When you say hard, you mean to understand or to use? Uh, so. Hard magic system, basically, hard and soft magic, when I use those terms, hard magic is magic with rules. Very defined rules. Right. And okay. usually you have to find a solution within the rules of the magic system. Basically, the, the character you're first introduced, Zeth, has a power known as Surge Binding. And his particular flavor of Surge Binding is known as Wind Running. Do they, wait, do people have semblances? Huh? Do people have semblances? No. Oh. In order to gain access to the magic system, there's a lot of rules and bullshit you have to go through, but it's actually very, very self-explanatory. Mm. The first book is basically explaining the magic system. Cool. Basically, he has access to what is known as the three lashings. He has access to gravitation and adhesion. First, his, his, his first ability, the basic lashing, allows him to alter the direction in which gravity pulls him. So he can't oh. fly, but he basically can fall. He can fall the towards the sky. He can fall up, down, whatever, wherever he wants. And here's the thing, you can add multiple lashings to yourself, or you can even lash people or, or objects. The yeah. second lashing, a full lashing, which basically is the surge of adhesion. All that this does is basically when it, oh, yeah. it basically sticks two objects together, and it will not release those objects until the stormlight runs out. I about that. It basically anything that touches that sticky stormlight, it's stuck there until the stormlight runs out. Then the the last lashing, the reverse lashing, increases the gravitational pull of an object. So basically, anything that comes toward the person using reverse lashing will instead be pulled towards the object. It requires a constant touch. Honestly. I mean, shard blades are fucking awesome, but here's the thing. If you let, let go of it, they'll dissolve the mist, and you have to summon them again. And that takes ten heartbeats. Huh. So if you let go of it, it'll be a little while before you can get it out again. It'll basically just form from mist. Oh. But once it's out, that shit's fucking insane because it's six feet long, and it can cut through anything. There's a lot of uh, politics in this book as well. I don't know if you guys are interested in that. Lots of fight scenes. There's multiple characters.
But if you guys would prefer, like, more grimdark, there's Mistborn, which that magic system is basically you eat metal, and instead of getting autism, you get superpowers. Uh, huh. No, I basically... Imagine, instead of eating, getting autism from eating metal, you get superpowers, and that was it. Very nice. <laughs> Mistborn magic system. It's called Allomancy, basically by ingesting certain metals, and then burning those metals, they call it, you mm -hmm. basically gain a certain ability. You're either born with so one or with all of them. if I swallow a nickel, I can fly? No. Oh. There's only 16 viable allomantic metals. And at the time of the first book, there's only 10. Mm -hmm. Cuter will make your body stronger. It'll allow you basically to take more, you know, punishment without, uh, you know, bleeding. Yeah. You'll uh, be stronger, more agile, more dexterous. It'll also make you heal a little bit faster. Tin basically increases the sensitivity of all five senses. Now, here's the thing. Oh, no. Now, here's the thing. It increases all five senses. Including touch, I assume? Yes. So. A person who can burn tin is called a tin eye. A pewter is called a pewter arm. Uh, a steel uh, alamancer. Basically, by burning steel, basically what happens is when you burn it, blue lines will appear in your vision, pointing from your center of your chest to nearby sources of metal. It doesn't matter if that metal is magnetic or not. Uh-huh. And so when you burn steel, you can push on that, on that metal. Now, what happens when you push something in the real world? It moves. It falls. Now, what happens if that object is heavier than you? It, it doesn't really move anywhere. It stays so in moves, place. You or the object? You. You. So if you push on something heavier than you, you're the one who gets moved back. Yeah. So what they do is they basically just flick a coin downward then push on it, what happens when that coin hits the ground? Uh, you go up? You go up. Now, iron does the reverse. It basically allows you to pull on objects. Mm -hmm. So a combination of those two, they can push and pull. They kind of like move like a ricocheting arrow. Right. Makes sense? Yeah. To me, yeah. Kind of imagine it like, um, how do I, how do I explain it? Imagine it like a reverse grappling hook combined with a grappling hook. A grappling hook that can down, work in both push directions. On that coin, then you pull on a window latch in front of you. It's kind of complex, mm -hmm. but you can essentially fly. But it's not really right. flying. It's like now, shooting up and it's, going back You up. can like double jump, but... Yeah, Almost what you, what you do what you do is you jump forward and you push that coin at an angle, so basically you soar in an arc. That's pretty cool, though. That's badass. Yeah, that's called that's that's Mistborn. It's the entire magic system, but there's more metals. Basically, there's emotional elementsy. Oh, emotional elementsy, nice. brass okay. and uh, brass and zinc. So with brass, you can suppress a person's emotions. But here's the thing. You can choose what emotions you want to suppress. So if you want to make somebody less suspicious or a truly good, um, they call it soothing. So a good yeah. soother will, will basically also be a good silver tongue. They'll know how to just slightly nudge or nudge your emotions in the right direction to get you in the right state of mind to take advantage of it. Zinc does the reverse, but, they but you can produce the same effect with zinc and brass. It doesn't matter. Copper 
basically makes you immune to those abilities if you're burning copper, but it also hides the allomancy of the people around you because whenever you burn a metal, it can be heard by a person burning uh, bronze. So if you're it's called copper clouds, or they're also called smokers. So if you're burning copper, it hides the amount of allomancy of those around you. It makes you yourself immune to emotional allomancy. Nice. Now we get into more fun ones. All right, so aluminum, burning aluminum basically takes away all of the other metals you're, you have inside your stomach. It basically will burn all of those away instantly. You get nothing out of it. Oh, so it, so it, it kind of cancels out everything. Yeah, you burn aluminum, and all of your other alimantic reserves are gone. Hmm. So you'll have to go find more alimantic um, metals to swallow. Duralumin. Ah, uh, yes. If you, basically, if you're burning a metal and you burn duralumin, it'll burn away all those metals you're burning, but give you an incredible burst boost of power towards those metals. So it will burn them more quickly, but it will increase Instantly. their effectiveness? Yeah. It burns it all at once and releases all that power all at once. Any metals you're burning. So if you were so to be you pushing explode. on something, then burn duralumin, all of your steel will be used up, but you get basically you would get an amazing amount of pushing force. It would blast that force outwards. Huh. Chromium. If you burn chromium, it'll basically, anybody you touch will have their alimentic metals taken away from them. Nice. If you burn nitrosil, basically it gives, uh, basically anybody you touch will give them the duralimin effect. It'll basically release a huge amount of power of any metals they're burning. Alrighty. Then we get to the fun ones. <laughs> I thought that those were the fun ones. Oh, no. Gold is the weird one. If you burn pure gold, basically allow you to see a vision of possible... Basically, it would allow you to see a vision of what you could have been had you made different decisions in the past. Why would you use well, that, though? That That's depressing. Yeah. But, uh... It lets you see it a parallel another, universe... Or some it allows shit? you to see what you. It allows you to see what could have happened had you made different decisions. Yeah, why would you ever? You can't use it in the moment you're making the decision. Uh, don't think so. So it only well, affects the only decisions you've, the only you've already made. Use so gold, there's not use really it yet. In, co in in combination with another magic system called ferrochemy, which allows mm -hmm. them to store traits inside of the same metals. And with right. gold, they can store health. Now, if you're both a gold allomancer and a ferrochemist, basically you can store health in that gold, burn it, and basically it'll give you ten times the amount you stored. So basically the guy who uh, does have gold has this ability. Uh, basically you can't kill him. You could shoot him in the head. doesn't matter. He's literally impossible to kill unless you get his metal mines away from him. Got it. Huh. Now, the opposite of gold is electrum. When you burn Electrum, basically you'll see every possible decision you could do in the form of shadows that basically split off from you. It also makes you immune to the effects of ATM, which I'll go over later. Now the really fun ones. Oh, Christ, oh, they keep getting better, huh? Yeah, cadmium. Basically, what this does is it creates a bubble of slowed time. Oh, so basically, it's badass. Yeah, basically what happens is it creates a room, and basically you can pass time more quickly. 
Now here's the fun stuff mm -hmm. about any time bubble is that you can't shoot it in and out of in or out of them. Well, you can, but basically anything that you throw in or out of these things, it'll throw them wildly off course. Right. So then the opposite of cadmium does the exact opposite. If you burn this one, basically it'll speed time up. Basically what happens is so if you burn this metal, everything else outside the bubble will look really slow. But you can uh, beat the shit out of somebody, pull down the bubble, and then run a few feet and then set up another bubble. I want a game yep. based off of this. Yeah, I do too. Now the really fun one. Atium. You mentioned that earlier. This is a god okay. metal. It's literally known as a god metal. Because it expands the mind and allows you to see the future. Big brain! Big brain. It allows you to see a few <laughs> seconds into the future. Everything will cast basically a reverse shadow. And it, it, basically you see a few seconds into the future. So basically you can see everything that is about to happen. You can't hear, but you can see. Badass. And so basically, if you see somebody else burning ATM, they'll be immune to the effects. They'll be casting out millions upon, like, they'll just cast out shadow upon shadow in every different which direction because you can see what they're going to do, which is going to change what you're going to do, which is going to change what they see. It's an infinite loop. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're burning Electrum, it does the same thing. And then that's, uh, there's Larassium, which turns you into full Mistborn if you swallow it, but whatever. And that's, uh, Alamancy. Then you have two other magic systems, which are oh basically my God. the same thing. <laughs> Ferrochemy? Yeah, I know. This is just one series. What the fuck is with Christ. Sanderson and making really good magic systems? Then there's, like, Ferrochemy, which is you can store traits inside of it and then draw upon it later. Like, for example, there's a character in the, se the second, uh, the sequel series to Mistborn, where he can store weight inside of iron. So it can become lighter or heavier based on uh, whatever, whenever he wants. Hmm. So you can have like uses, a little nugget yes, of iron, but make up. it weigh like a ton. No, it doesn't. And then the iron wouldn't, the iron wouldn't become heavier. Or... It basically, it just, it's kind of like storing magic inside of an object. It's like chanting it. If he touches iron, he can basically just store weight inside of it. So for while he's storing weight, he becomes lighter. Oh. Hmm. So his clothes and whatever will still be like, you know, be as heavy as normal, but he himself becomes lighter. And so what is the use for that? Usually nothing. But, in contrast with his other ability, being a coin shot, the ability to push on metals, he can increase his weight, then, then, then steel push, which is really useful, because, you know, steel pushing basically comes directly from how much weight you have. So if some, you could become heavier than an object and then push it away, or become really light, and so it would be easier to, uh, to basically glide. Or what he decides to do is basically what he does is he has this massive fuck-off shotgun, which is basically a blunderbuss. He basically increases his weight. What's a blunderbuss again? Basically, you shove a bunch of gunpowder in it. You shove mm -hmm. whatever the fuck you can find in, in down the tube. You pull the trigger, and everything in front of you within five feet gets turned to shit. Nice. Wait, that's the thing that Professor Port has, right? Yeah, except that they never animated it like an actual blunderbuss. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
It's a yeah. blunderbuss with some axe heads stuck on it. Somehow he doesn't, you know, fucking blow his own arm off with that, but whatever. That's a very good question as to how he doesn't. You don't question this shit, it's Ruby, so it's fine. Exactly. Right, already questioned. Basically, it's a massive, basically the shotgun is basically a blunderbuss, so he increases his weight so the kick of the weapon doesn't throw him back. Oh, shit. It's like fucking, dude, the size of those rounds are almost like little cannonballs. It's like, so basically it's like firing a self-propelled can of Red Bull that, oh, we have that lost explodes Elliot. after penetrating the target. Yeah, I guess. That's base. That's his description of bolters from Warhammer. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really useful. Hmm. There's other uh, there's other uses too. Uh, there's uh, in the second era of Mistborn, they have something called Twinborn, where you get one ferrochemical and one allomantic power, meaning that there's sixteen powers of each. There's a lot of combinations. Yeah, and then we get to the last of the three magic systems in this book series, Jesus Christ. Hemallergy. Now, it's like ferrochemy, but you kill somebody. Nice. And then, and then you basically rip off a piece of their soul with that. And then Wonderful. you stab yourself with it. Yeah. Basically, all it is is basically you're stealing a trait from somebody. You basically, the metal determines the types of traits that can be stolen, and depending on where you put the spike, determines what kind of ability you get. Huh. So you stab a person, and you get through their the power. Through the heart. Gotta go through the heart. Huh. And essentially, you tear off a piece of their soul, and you bind it to one of their, one of your own. Wonderful. It's like the necromancy of this world. They make something called a steel inquisitor. I was about to say that sounds like Loki necromancy, but like while the oh, person yeah, is yeah. alive. No, seriously, look it up into Google Images. Steel inquisitor. Sounds like some Elder Scrolls level necromancy. <laughs> hey, you have a soul? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to borrow that real quick. So it's like here, not even all of it. You Give tear off shit. a piece of it. <laughs> Yeah, but Skyrim, it's you take their entire soul and you stick oh, it into, yeah. a sm into a rock. True. Oh, yeah. and then well, you then it eventually ends up in the soul cairn. Yeah, and then you sacrifice it through enchantment. Then you put that shit on a sword, else. like a fucking Nordic Viking. That's redundant, yeah, and, but whatever. Okay. But, like... but then, not only that, but you condemn the, per the person or creature into basically hell. Nice. Purgatory, well, but, actually, know. more like purgatory, actually, because I'm not sure they're aware of anything. Well, they kind of are, but they don't... It's like would it be you, like... You're just sitting around doing nothing. Would it be like being it's in a coma where you can, like, hear shit, but you can't really do anything? Well, mm -mm. there was that soldier that was, like, running around for Arvac, and there was a bunch of people waiting around the, uh, the protectors. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure the people waiting around the protectors were about to get eaten or something like that. Possibly. But yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like getting mugged, and then murdered. Mugged by mugged of your soul, dude. Yeah, you just tear a chunk off their their spirit web. Ah, uh, yes. And then you staple it. And then you staple it to your own. But here's the thing. The here's the thing. 
hemolurgy, the more a spike is outside of a body, it, the more it, it, the more it loses power. You got to keep it in like a jar of blood or something to keep it from losing its charge. Nice. Wait, so it's reusable? It'll lose charge over time. Outside of a body, it'll lose its charge. But you can use it more than once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can use it to create all kinds of weird things, like the uh, coloss. Those are made using, uh, I believe, four spikes. Um, yeah. Conjure <laughs> are made using two. And then uh, that's all about I know. Yeah. Huh. Did you look up Steel Inquisitor? Oh, uh, no. Look, should look it up right now. Oh, that's a spooky boy. Yep, they have spikes right through their eyes. So they're blind? Any metal piercing the skin cannot be pushed or pulled by another element, sir. So, so are they, they blind, give off a blue line. They see, basically they see through all of those blue lines. Basically that's how they see. Every They see the trace metals in everything. They can see it in your blood, in your hemoglobin. They can see everything. Mm. They can see the dust in the air. And they have the powers of a Mistborn, so they have all access to all the elementic metals. Badass. So I'm assuming they aren't very moral people? No. If you're stab after you're stabbed with so many of these hemolurgic spikes, uh, you become more bloodlusty, and that's because it's, a pow it's the power derived from the Shard of Ruin, whereas Allomancy is the power derived from the Shard of Preservation. And the combination of the two is ferrochemy, which is the shard that comes from the combination called harmony. Because uh, preservation, it preserves the user's own energy. Uh, hemolurgy doesn't. It basically you kill somebody to do it. So there's a lot. There's a net loss of energy. With uh, with ferrochemy, however, you whatever you store, you get back. So it's net zero. Mm. And then those are just two of the 16 gods of the Cosmere. The thing I sent to you in the chat, that is, uh, that those, the powers that that book is, it comes from, that comes from the Shard of Honor and Cultivation. Hmm. Anyways, I, I think we were supposed to be recording. I think we were. We, we got way were. off track, holy shit. Well, to be fair, I have been recording for a little bit, because this shit is interesting. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Have you ever been told that you're good at storytelling? Because you really are. <laughs> oh, I'm writing my own book. I'm working on it. Oh. Oh, dang. Nice. nice. 